Jensen and it's Brie Piccone and we're late, late to, to the party. party a weekly podcast about film fashion and pop culture yeah so today we're uh gonna be discussing Spice World we have another episode of movie club yeah yeah this is your pick Nikki oh yeah I was obsessed with Spice World as a child and um, I'm revisiting it after many, many years. I know for a while there, I was like, I felt like every couple of years, they'd be like, hey, Brie, <laughs> let's watch Spice World. That does feel familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, speaking of the time of year yeah. in the United States, Spice World did come out like the 27th, 23rd, around this time. So, you know, yeah. maybe it's just my biological clock. <laughs> I think that's not think- in reference to that, but for me, it is. There's just something inside of my soul that says, hey, it's January, and it's time to watch Spice World. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But yeah, like Bree said, so for this episode of Movie Club, we are going to discuss the 1997 British musical comedy classic Spice World, starring the Spice Girls. Yeah. So... But Brie, so we know that, like, I love the Spice Girls. Yeah. I've been obsessed since I can have any memory, like, of anything. Yeah. Like, I've just loved the Spice Girls. They were, like, my childhood jam. Yeah. But what about you? What's your relationship with the Spice Girls and the Spice World? Um, well, I've only really watched it with you. (laughs) I remember watching it, like, a long time ago when we were kids, and then in the recent years like actually watching it because i feel like i don't remember it as well as a youth but uh were you a spice girls fan growing up i was not i mean i knew they were there somewhere but i just didn't grow up with them so i feel like i just didn't feel very connected i felt kind of on the outside of the spice girls like i was very in tune with like britney spears but like the spice girls i felt like i don't know they were out of reach interesting yeah yeah, like, memories of, like, growing up, Yeah. now that I'm, like, taking a trip down memory lane, I remember, like, with my neighborhood friends, we would all dress up as, like, one of the Spice Girls and perform for the whole entire neighborhood as, like, the Spice Girls and, like, learn choreography and stuff. But you were never present. I mean, yeah. I knew you, but you were never present. Yeah, man. Why wasn't I at that? That's that's not cool. I'm so sorry. You were late to the party or like not invited. That is so sad. Wow. But if you were invited, yeah, who would you want to be? Probably Scary Spice. Yeah? Yeah. I like her style. I love the little cones like she does on her hair. Oh, yeah. What would you call those? Just like Madonna boob cones, but on your head. Yeah, they are kind of like Madonna boob cones. <laughs> I don't know. Like, or like a Jenna, F- not Jenna Fox. What's her name? Julia Fox. Julia Fox. Wearing a, was it Scaparelli? Like the denim cone boobs with Kanye West? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. It's a hot look. Continue. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. 
I love a good boob reference. <laughs> um, you just say comb boobs, and I'm like, just splurting, like blurting out. I'm like, Scaparelli, Julie Fox, <laughs> Kanye West, which I think, uh, well, we, we'll talk about that at some point, I think. I hope so. Right? I feel I like, like we need to. Ditto. I feel like it's also like snowballing. Like the whole Julia Fox, Kanye West thing. We're going to have to talk about it eventually. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but um, but Scary yeah, Spice. I think I'd say Scary Spice. But how about you? So if I am traveling back in time, I think I think I was baby. Okay. Sometimes. And I think I was posh. But as an adult, I know like. My bio on Twitter is, like, a little bit posh, a little bit baby, and those are, like, the ones you'd think. I love um, Ginger. I love Jerry. Yeah. I love everything about this woman. She's really cool, and she's really smart. I Honestly, I didn't know. I don't know. Until we watched the movie again, like, I didn't really pay attention to her before, honestly. I just knew she was a ginger. Yeah. But she's actually really smart and, like has things to say. I don't know. She's like an encyclopedia of knowledge, it seems. I love that. Maybe that's why I love her a lot. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that is kind of you. <laughs> like, it's... I don't know. I love her um, Union Jack dress, too. That is iconic. So, so iconic. Yeah. Uh, I love how they each have their own iconic style. And yeah. just... I don't know. So, name the Spice Girls. Baby? Baby Scary posh is this just a quiz by the way sporty <laughs> sporty uh-huh and scary wait ginger yeah i was gonna say ginger <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a pop quiz brie i was just like oh well we should probably like name them for the name them the peeps that don't the know <laughs> If you've been living under a rock for the past 25 years. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like everyone should know this. Even if you didn't, like, completely grow up, like, watching or listening to the Spice Girls, like, you still would know who they are. You should. Like, I feel like I do. I mean, obviously, their songs have been playing throughout history. I don't know. I feel like, also, Brie, throughout this movie, because we just watched Spice World. Yeah. Were you singing along to, like, all the songs? Most of them. The I, ones that I knew, yeah. I feel like in my ear, like, I was singing along in my head and, like, straight vibing, but I'd hear, like, a voice to the <laughs> side of me, and I was like, I think we're singing, and I loved it. That was me. Yeah, that was yeah. me. But it's a, I don't know. I just fucking love the Spice Girls, even now, as an adult, a grown baby Spice. Yeah. I love that. But, um... But yeah, like this movie is very interesting too mm. because like I remember watching it a lot as a kid, mm -hmm. but my memories of it are like, you know, any like three-year-old memory uh -huh. where it's like, is this something I really remember or is this just like a dream or like an amalgamation of like various memories? Yeah. So I'm glad tonight I can confirm <laughs> That I actually do remember some of Spice World. Okay. From my youth. Well, you have a great memory. I mean, I don't know. You always remember, like, little details. I feel like I'm always like, ah, I don't remember that far back. And you're like, oh, I remember the exact day, <laughs> the year. 
I feel like that too. Except with Spice World, there's so many random things that happen where I, I mean, we'll get into it, but I was like, oh, I, that was actually real. That seems like something I like, would make up. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like the plot happens really quickly in some places. Like, it's like, there's, there's kind of a lot going on. But um, I know it's I'm like, here for it. Same. I mean, like disclaimer too. I don't think I can tell you the plot of Spice World. I felt really confused watching it. So I'm glad that you said that because I was like, oh, is it just me? Like, because I-? I watched this with you a couple years ago, yeah. and I don't remember being as confused. But maybe I wasn't paying as much attention. This is, <laughs> this is what I've been noticing when we watch, like when we do these movie clubs. Um, I don't know. I notice things that I didn't notice before. You know, for sure. I mean, we are taking notes, too, so... Yeah. Maybe it's, like, it's... I feel like there's a lot of things you just... Like, when you watch a movie, you let go and suspend disbelief, but then when you're really focusing, and pay- you're like, wait a minute, does <laughs> this doesn't make sense. But it's a silly goose time, and I really enjoy it for what it is. But yeah. It is not, like, something where I can... If someone's like, what is Spice World? I don't think I can uh, tell you. Yeah. At all. Like, I can say a lot of words, but... But yeah, what did you think of Spice World? I mean, it was fun. Um, I don't know. One of those movies you could just put on and, like... Just drinking a bottle of water. Sorry for that crinkle ASMR action. <laughs> but, uh... but yeah, what did you think of the movie, Brie? Um, yeah, I feel like it's one of those movies that would be good to fall asleep to. Like a comfort kind of movie because the stakes aren't super high or anything. And I don't know. I love a good girl band movie you know like cheetah girls josie and the pussycats like <laughs> it's really like josie and the pussycats the 2001 movie that's what i was thinking because it's like a this movie's a satire mm-hmm. and you josie and the pussycats is yeah very similar i love that but yeah i i enjoyed it i i really enjoyed it how was it for you how, how many times have you seen spice world um like, when I was really young, a lot. But in recent years, besides that inner clock in me, my spice clock. Yeah. Like, they have the spice bus, my spice clock. Um, doing it every, like, two years. I It's not, like, a movie that I pay attention to, though. So, like, I've seen it a lot. Mm-hmm. But I, it's like a background movie. I'm like, yada, 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 girl power, you know? Yeah, are you just in it for the bops and the fashion and not so much, like, what's actually happening? A hundred percent. This is, like, the first time I think I've, like, tried to digest the plot and I'm like, what? Yeah, it is a lot to, like, it's hard to follow. So hard to follow. So, let's go back in time to the winter of 1999. Titanic was still number one at the box office, Savage Garden had the number one song, and Brie and I were wee tots. Uh, times were good. They were. So, let's slip into our silk dresses and suck on a Chupa Chumps limited edition Spice Girl lollipop. We're about to go back to the 90s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Insert time travel music here. Yes. So... So yeah, this is our segment of the show where I give off a bunch of facts and I contextualize where we are when uh, Spice World was released. Yeah, take it away, Nick. Okay. December of 97, Spice World was released in the UK. 
So that's like some people are like it's a 1997 movie, 1998 movie. Okay. Yeah. Just to clarify, just in case anyone was like fact checking, like, hey, yeah. <laughs> that was 97, not 98. Get it right. Yeah. But yeah, so 1998 in film. So Saving Private Ryan was the top grossing film of the year. Um, Deep Impact and Armageddon were dueling sci-fi disaster flicks. Um, and Armageddon was actually the more successful one at the box office. Hmm. Uh, Terrence Malick made his directorial return with A Thin Red Line. Shakespeare in Love won Best Picture at the Academy Awards. And most importantly, Lindsay <laughs> Lohan made her debut in The Parent Trap. Yes. I know. That's the only one like from this list that... I actually have seen, like, I, I remember some of these movies, like Saving Private Ryan. I remember that being a thing, or like Armageddon, Deep Impact, Shakespeare in Love. I remember that was a big deal for some reason, but I, I mean, we were young. We probably, I don't know, you might have been watching those, though. I mean, I, I feel like you, you may have. I mean, I was very, very young, but I was watching the Oscars, and I was very aware of, like, Gwyneth Paltrow's pink dress, mm. and when she won the Oscar for Shakespeare in Love. And that whole thing where people say that Saving Private Ryan should have won. And, um, you know, like Harvey Weinstein was really campaigning hard for Shakespeare in Love. But that's a, a different late to the party if you're interested in that. Because <laughs> yeah. the 1999 Academy Awards were, were lit. Yeah. But. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I just remember a lot of those big names, like those movies and things. Yeah. And it was either 99 or 98 when... um. What's his name? You'd probably know more than me. The Life is Beautiful Man. Oh. When he won and he stood up on the chairs and was like, woo, yeah. and like climbed over everyone to accept his Oscar. That was great. That was around those, those times. I agree. I remember watching Life is Beautiful as a youth and being like, uh. You watched that as a youth? Yeah. My uncle made me. I mean, it was, I don't know. It was a good one. I've never actually seen it. I've seen the trailers and it's. A tear-jerking trailer. Oh, it's a tear-jerking movie for sure. But oh. it's good to see. It's I kind of want to see it again, but I, I feel like it'll be painful. Movie club! <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That'll be a painful one, though. But um, Let's watch a movie about what, the Holocaust. Yeah. <sighs> Too soon. Sorry about that. <laughs> Anyways, back to 1998. So, so yeah, like, around this time... A lot of great movies were made. And then there was Spice World. Yeah. You know. It has the same director as, uh, his name is Bob Spears, or Spires. And okay. he also directed That Darn Cat. <gasps> okay, wait, hold up. <laughs> I loved That Darn Cat. I used to watch that on VHS repeatedly. So, just saying. He's he's made some great some great movies. <laughs> Spice World, That Darn Cat. Yeah. Actually, I thought of that movie recently. I don't know why, but I feel like it's one that I I just wonder, did I make this movie up? Because no one talks about it. But in my mind, like for me, maybe it's my obsession with cats. Um, But like, I don't know. I just watched it tons of times. Like at least 10 or more. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen That Darn Cat. I remember the plot and everything. Like I could tell it to you right now. <laughs> But oh. I mean, I digress. I, I, yeah, I'm, I won't. It's an hour long podcast. Well, I'll save it for. Yeah, I might add it to the list. You know, sounds good. I mean, I'm down. I 
I'm always down for a 90s flick. Just tell me when and where and I'll be there. A double feature even. Life is beautiful. Not <laughs> her cat. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so do you yeah. want do you want to lay some fun facts on us or what are you thinking? Sure, I'll lay on some fun facts. <laughs> lay them down. Like some sick beat. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about just 1998 in film, but also about Spice World, the film. Um, I'm going to give you some fun facts. So mentions of Princess Diana and scenes featuring the designer Gianni Versace had to be edited out in post-production following their deaths shortly before the release of the film, um, which I can kind of see. Yeah, I was going to say, like, when I saw that fun fact, I was, like, looking kind of looking for it when we were watching and i think i know the place where they had to edit it out oh yeah well like there's also i can't describe the plot even though i will we will try our best right but like there's a through line in spice world where they do like headlines Mm -hmm. like newspaper headlines or like you know bbc like news yeah stories and I feel like there there were like there was a scene with like paparazzi, right? Right. So I feel like that's probably where the princess die something in there. And then they are at a party. Mm-hmm. And Posh has her scene where she's talking to the girl mm-hmm. about like the designers and she's like, "Have you ever thought about manatees?" And the oh. girl thought thinks that that's like a new designer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Is that where the Versace bit could be? Or where did you think? Okay, I see what you're saying about the Versace bit. I think you're right, because they're talking about all these other designers. You're right, like Gucci, Pucci, whatever. So, like, I think for the um, the Princess Di one, they were talking about Charles, the Prince of Wales, and the Queen. Like, there was, like, the guy was, like, going off and, like, saying something. Like, he was almost making fun of them. Not making fun of them, but, like... Ooh. I don't know. It seemed like they were joking around. And like now, I guess, because I was thinking to myself, what what could you say that would be in poor taste about Princess Di? Like, how would this, why would you need to cut it out? Like, just because, you know, their deaths or whatever, like, why? Like, but then I think it's because they had written something in the script that was kind of playful, maybe, um, about all of them. Like, the queen's going to love this. Or I think this, you know, I, I forgot now the exact thing that they said but i was like oh i think this is the moment because they mention everyone but princess die oh and, man. but they're talking about the royal family and they're going past the castle and i don't know and i'm like oh maybe they just said something that just wouldn't be good now well and around that time princess die was definitely like in the tabloids and like the headlines a lot so yeah i can only imagine what they said playfully that would be in poor taste after she like died yeah, I think it was just probably bad timing, I guess. Yeah. But what would they say about Versace where you couldn't, like, talk about it? I I don't know. Unless maybe Posh doesn't like Versace. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> oh, Versace, I can't stand Versace. I wish he was dead. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Too soon. But, um, so what other uh, fun facts have you got? So another fun and light fact. So, you know Gary Glitter? He was like a glam rock dude. He sings um what's that song? Not We Will Rock You, that's Queen. <laughs> <laughs> he 
He he does the other one that's in stadiums where it's like do 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 hey do 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 do. I don't know what it's called. Anyways, okay. <laughs> if you go to a sporting event, you've heard this Gary Gary Glitter song. Anyways, he filmed a short cameo for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but shortly before the release, he was arrested on child pornography offenses. Oh wow, that is pretty light. Uh, light fun light fact and breezy. There. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Fucking Gary Glitter. Okay. <laughs> so the Spice Girls and the production team agreed that his cameo would be deleted from the final print. Although the band's performance of Glitter's I'm the leader of the gang, I am, was retained. Interesting choice. So, yeah. I wonder why they, they kept that in there. Um, but mm-hmm. where where was this performance? Because I'm like, did I miss it? There's so much going on in this movie. And there are a lot of, like, performances. Oh, yeah. So, and, and they're mostly just the Spice Girls performing. Well, it's like a take on the Beatles' Hard Day's Night, too. Right. So there's always... A performance. I gotcha. Well, but where was this guy? Um, I don't know where his cameo would have been, but I'm, like, thinking. I'm, like, very confused. Because remember there's a scene where, like, there's, like, the Magic Mike dudes yeah. with the butts? <laughs> yes. Hard to forget. <laughs> because Bree just screamed, the butts. <laughs> it's um, genius costume, by the way. And But we were, like, what... Um, what song is this? Yeah, was that the song? Is that the song? Or is the song when they were, like, oh, in the army fatigues dancing? Yeah. Wait a second, because if I, if I check my notes, hold up. Okay, I think you're correct about the butts, um, because I don't remember that song, and I have a note that says, my game question mark but i think they're saying my gang and i just can't hear uh, yeah this is it okay so it was that song it was the butt the the butt song <laughs> <laughs> no it was that it was the magic mic scene wow. essentially yeah, I didn't know what they were saying, to be honest. And I was like, this is a... Sp- I don't remember this song being a... Sp- I've never heard this song in my life. Oh, it's because they're doing... Like, most of the songs performed in the movie are off um, Spice World. Like, the album. Right. And um, I was like, I've listened to Spice World, <laughs> that album, so many times that I don't know this song. Yeah, when when I looked at you and I was like, do you know this song? And you said, nope. <laughs> I was like, okay, so something's wrong here. Like, if Nikki doesn't know this one... Something's up. Yeah. But that's wild that they still, like, perform this. Maybe they just, I don't know. Maybe. Go ahead. Sorry. They couldn't do reshoots. And, I don't know, they were like, well, this kind of furthers the plot, whatever this plot is, so we got to include it? I don't know. I think they just didn't want to cut out the butt scene. (laughs) They're like, this is hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Just a theory, though. Yeah. I mean, but I do know that they were under, like, a lot of time constraints. Because mm. Spice World began filming in June and wrapped in August 1997. So the girls were, like, s- like the film was set to the songs from their second studio album. And by that time, like, no songs were written. I don't know. It's, like, this weird, like, 
I'm sorry. I'm trying to, like, describe it. Yeah. So I guess, like, if Spice World began filming in June and it wrapped in August. Yeah. Like, I guess they hadn't written any of the songs for their second album yet. Mm. And so in this time, when they were filming Spice World, they were also recording for Spice World. Mm. Thus, these are the songs. That's kind of what I'm gathering from. That's what it seems from like. From the factoid. Yeah. Yeah. That's just crazy. That's that's a lot of work and pressure in a short period of time. A hundred percent. I mean, it also, like, it it confuses me a lot because of, like, the Spice Girl timeline. Uh-huh. Like, if their first album came out in 96, they were, like, the hugest thing ever in 97. Spice World came out by 98. Mm-hmm. They have two albums and tours and yada yada, dolls, lollipops. Right. The works. But then I know Jerry, Ginger Spice, leaves the band. Right. Like, in 98, 99. Because that was like the biggest news. And then they break up by the year 2000. So it's like this weird... They broke up? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? No! Yeah, they what? broke up. But then like in 2007, they did their reunion and... Okay, because I did see that. I I think we watched that. Like, is that when they had the big tour bus come back? Is that um? Oh um yeah. Well, no. Or is that more recent? They, I think for the 2012 Olympics, they did. They came out on like the Spice Bus. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay, that was epic. I loved that. I love that too. Amazing performance. It felt like the movie, like the second (laughs) movie that we deserved. Oh yeah. (laughs) Just saying. But um, that is really wild. But so, and we've kind of like been skirting around this. Yeah. Brie, how would you describe the plot of Spice World? I feel like, okay, the plot, it is five pop stars, um, very famous uh, girl group that is on a, uh, on a tour. Right? I guess. I, d- I don't know. Are they on a tour? Or they just, they have a show, a big show coming up that they're preparing for. And in, at Albert Hall in London. Yes. And they have a tight schedule. They have a lot of things they have to do, a lot of meetups, a lot of choreography, a lot of, just a lot of things, apparently. And in the meantime, while they're trying to do their thing and get ready for their big performance um, at Albert Hall, there's like, there's, like, antagonists that we just, just random people trying to take them down. Like, uh, the newspaper, like, the... Like, tabloids. Tabloids. And, like, well, actually, I'm thinking this must have been the record label man, um, or their man, like, one of the managers or something from their label. But at the beginning, he seems like the villain because he has, like, a cat. Was that Roger Moore? Yeah. Okay. Is Roger Moore, like, I thought he was a villain in the beginning. And then the more it goes on, I'm like, oh, he is... Commu- I thought that he was in cahoots with like their manager on the tour bus because it seemed like there was like a plot so it was hard to tell who was good and who was evil yeah <laughs> which i know it's like a spoof of the james bond movies like i get the joke about roger moore but the whole time with the cat i was just like oh like in austin powers yeah you there's definitely a lot of parallels to austin powers i feel i feel like before well maybe not it's around the same time i feel like there's austin powers and there's space world and they yeah. Have the same joke, did they, essentially. Did they ever um, collide? <gasps> they should have. 
Yeah. Like, did they, like, in an Austin Powers movie, did the Spice Girls show up? Or, like, I feel like they, somewhere they should, like, be in the same world. Like, in um, Goldmember, how, um, in the beginning, when Austin Powers meets up with Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Right? <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, but, yeah, so, the record label. Yeah. There's something to do with the record label, right? But then there's also the manager... With the mutton chops. With the mutton chops. Richard E. Grant. And he um is being pitched movie ideas for the Spice Girls. Yeah. That, right? that was like a whole nother little subplot of sorts. And then while that's going on, you've got Floop. I, I forgot the actor's name. Alan Cummings. Alan Cummings, yes. Actually, that that is his name. Isn't Who it? was also in Josie and the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> yeah. Was he doing the same thing in that movie too? Or... No. He was a manager. He was, like, a manager. He was the the evil one. He was evil, yeah. I remember it now. Yeah, it's all coming back to me. All the flashes. Jeez, spoiler alerts. Sorry. For choosing the pussycat dolls. (laughs) Sorry for the spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny seeing him as not a villain sometimes, because I'm used to seeing him as, like... A villain. Yeah. Which, another fun factoid, though. I know you're telling the synopsis. No, it's okay. But apparently Jerry, Ginger Spice, he got cast... Um, because they were doing, like, going through headshots and stuff, and Jerry was like, oh, my God, I saw him in Hamlet. Nice. He's great. So that's how Alan Cumming became, in, like, a part of Spice World. Wow. Shout out to Jerry for uh, yeah. putting in a good word. That's my gal. That's awesome. But wow. yeah, it's like, I guess him and his little crew, they're filming, like, a documentary on the Spice Girls, but I just, I'm confused if the Spice Girls are in on it or... I'm like, did they hire someone? Or is he just, like, creeping on the bus? Like, what is the context? They don't really say, unless I'm missing something. Uh, I'm a little confused, too, because sometimes it seems like they're in on it, and sometimes it seems like Alan Cumming and co. are, like, creeping on the Spice Girls. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. It's so confusing. But yeah, so I have the DVD right oh, yeah. here, if you want to, like, say the actual synopsis. Okay. And I kind of skimmed it briefly, and I don't know if this is... I don't know if even the DVD can make sense of this plot. All right. Well, let's see what it says. All right. It says, climb aboard the double-decker spice bus and get ready for a madcap musical adventure with the sexy phenomenons of pop, the Spice Girls. An encounter with extraterrestrials. (laughs) Wait, that's how they lead the story? Okay. An encounter with extraterrestrials, a night in a haunted castle, and a moment of truth in a maternity ward are just a few of the escapades you'll enjoy as the girls gear up for their first live concert at London's Royal Albert Hall. Emma, Victoria, Mel B, Jerry, and Mel C star with George Went and Roger Moore in this hip and sassy movie showcasing Spice Girls' performances of their mega hits and new songs and featuring a cameo appearance by Elton John. That's it. That's the, that's the synopsis. That does not explain anything. That makes it even more confusing because I totally forgot about the aliens. Same. Well, that was like so in like extra. a random scene. Yeah, it wasn't like pivotal to the plot, but it was. That's and the haunted house wasn't even that pivotal. I don't think I, that's included in the DVD synopsis. <laughs> yeah, whoever wrote that synopsis, I don't know. It's probably us being like super <laughs> confused. True. Yeah, I don't know, Nick. How about, do you have any? thoughts on how to explain the synopsis or no i think you like killed it okay i think it's just like 
I know it's just basically like spewing off babble, like psychobabble. Yeah. But that's kind of the plot. Like the point of this movie is definitely to be like silly and satirical and like just tongue in cheek, like poking fun at like celebrity. Yeah. And it is kind of like like they're taking like um you know, like a hard day's night and making it all spice world and nineties and girl power, yada yada. So Yeah. It's just fun and I think if we take it at that <laughs> it makes a lot more sense. Like a okay, so what I'm taking away from the D V D Yeah. It doesn't the plot does not matter. It's all about the Spice Girls, and if we just focus on that, it's going to be a great, fun time. And if you focus too much on the plot, it's really convoluted and a little confusing, but mm, whatever. I agree. I think you nailed it. Yeah, I feel like the movie's very self-aware, and the plot is not that important, but the Spice Girls are, obviously. It's kind of like, whose line is it anyway? What's our tagline? Where it's like, something, something. But the the points don't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The points don't matter. I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's like something, something Spice Girls. But the plot doesn't matter. <laughs> it does feel that way. So, yeah, the plot's wild. The plot is very wild. It's a wild and crazy time. Yeah. But, but yeah, so Spice World, like I've said before, January 23rd, 1998 is when it came out. Mm-hmm. So, during that time, Titanic was still number one at the box office. That's a good movie. 15 weeks straight, I believe. So, it was there. It was on the tail, like, more of the tail end, but okay. still going strong. Um, Spice World opened at number two. Not bad. Followed by Goodwill Hunting, As Good As It Gets, uh, Fallen, Wag the Dog, Hard Rain, Half-Baked, Phantoms, and Tomorrow Never Dies. So... Spice okay. World actually was a box office success. That is awesome. And, I mean, it was released in January, which typically is, like, the movie graveyard mm. where all the mediocre and bad films go to die. But but they somehow made it through. Yeah. And actually, just, like, looking at just, like, box office mojo mm-hmm. for that week, you know, it was, like, a lot of... <laughs> leftovers from like good movies from like 1997 like the good christmas leftovers i'm so sorry i'm trying to concentrate but i'm like i'm really just like reading these other movies and some of them i just cannot like what well okay for one there's the gingerbread man which i if i'm correct i'm pretty sure it's like a terrible b horror movie i'm pretty sure um but there's also Slappy and the Stinkers. <laughs> what is Slappy and the Stinkers? It's a, you know, it's a classic, Nick. I don't know, but I feel like I need to know. It's... Um, I don't... <laughs> I mean, it opened this week. Ooh. But, uh, did you see the uh, movie poster? I see the movie poster. Is, is Slappy a seal? And are the stinkers <laughs> little kids? <laughs> might, I think you're right. I didn't I didn't think of it that way, but that makes way more sense. Because um, the description says, Slappy and the Stinkers, a group of young troublemakers, try to help a sea lion escape to ocean. Not to the ocean, just to ocean. <laughs> oh, boy. 
And they're all, like, on this one... It's, like, there's, like, five or so kids on this one little, like... What is it? A tricycle? It looks like one of those, um... It looks sort of built like a motorcycle, but I'm pretty sure it's just a bicycle with, like, an extension. Like, when people pedal people in the city. What is it called? Like a... You know, oh. like a cart in the back or something. Oh, I was going to say a city bike. That's very current. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but they're all like throwing their fists in the air, their hands in the air. And the one kid that looks the smallest is pedaling with his goggles. It says five kids, one sea lion, no rules. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, it's got B.D. Wong. Hey, he was. Who's a, that? He, he was in Law and Order SVU. <laughs> he was great. Oh. Um, Wow, now I really need to see this. Oh my god, movie club next week. <laughs> Slappy and the Stinkers. I just, <laughs> that title, man. I think it's fun that I didn't know Spice World opened the same weekend as Half Baked. Oh, why does that sound familiar? It's what? Uh, Dave Chappelle. Oh. His movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Which was a box office flop, but. Is a cult classic. I still, I haven't seen it, but yeah, it was good. Oh. I think you'd like it. <laughs> it doesn't sound as, as fun as Slappy and the Stinkers, though. I know. Would you rather, as a not non-stoner, want to watch a stoner comedy or <laughs> Slappy and the Sea Lions? Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough choice. I think Slappy's going to slap. I agree. Yeah, here's hoping. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. But we're already 40 minutes in, and we have not talked about Spice World yet. Wow. Well, (laughs) should we get to it? I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to get into it and then talk about reviews? Yeah, we can. We can compare our reviews to the reviews at the time. Let's do it. Okay. So now that we've kind of butchered the plot for Spice World, let's just, like, share our thoughts. Sure. Well, um... I just want to say, just before the movie even got started, like, on the DVD main menu, Uh I just love the aesthetic. Like, the super trippy, psychedelic rainbow in the background. Like, I don't know. It felt very funky. Very fresh with a pH. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I agree. I'm even, like, the opening scene where they're just, like, silhouettes. Just, like, straight vibe into Too Much, which is an awesome song. I was sold. I was like, wow, this is just, uh, I love just the silhouette dancing. I'm very into that. Love silhouette dancing. I know. My my first note is, Spice Girls are life. (laughs) Nice. Live, laugh, love. Spice Spice Girls. Well... Yeah, I feel like that intro was was amazing. I love the slow-mo of it all. Um, I also love, like, when they go inside the tour bus and all the decor. Oh, my God. I want to still, like, as a kid, yes. But even now, as, a, like, an adult, I want to live in the spice bus. It looks so fun. Oh, my God. I love, like, how there's, like, a little swing in there. Each girl has their own little corner. And it's just, like... I don't know. It looks like a good old time to me. Like, you don't need a house. I want to be on a spice bus, Brie. Yeah. I just want to be, like, baby spice. Just, like, sucking that, like, what is it? A Chupa Chumps lollipop? Just swinging on a swing. 
Yeah. All day with my platform shoes. <laughs> I feel like that's me anyways. I know. So. Her shoes look a lot like moon shoes to me. Like the moon boots. It's my dream to actually own a pair of those. And I'm close. I have a black pair of like the... Is it Why Are You? You do. That is pretty like close. Space Girl boots. But I need the white pair. One but day. I digress. This is not about <laughs> me and my wardrobe. This is about Spice World. Yeah, this is about Spice World. Which, like, who'd have thunk that I'd just base my, like, whole adult life and my wants and needs around um this, like, pretty cheesy movie. I'm not super surprised, though. Just because I've known you for so long and... <laughs> I feel like Spice, the Spice Girls have always been a part of your world, so I'm just like, I've just come to accept. <laughs> Thank you for accepting me, Brie. Always. But, but yeah, yeah, all the outfits. And it's like so 90s and British and I love it. And right off the bat, there's an Elton John cameo. Oh, yeah. That was so cool. Like, yeah, that, I love how that was included in the, the synopsis and, as the last thing. And, and, but he like the first few minutes of the movie there, it's like, bam, Elton John. I don't know. I guess just to sprinkle in the celebrity of it all, they have connections. For sure. And I love, I love like, like, um, during that like part of the film, like it's like, friendship sneaking in like mel b grabs emma's hand baby's hand in like the background you kind of kind of see them like grab hands oh i thought that was really cute see that That that's really sweet (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be real like these notes are like like this plot is so all over the place that like my notes are starting to not make sense to me and i thought they did like, I just have like a lot of statements, I do but too. I don't have anything involving this plot. <laughs> yeah, well, like I have a note about like like they do this thing where they have like a pillow fight, uh-huh. and it's like just that typical, like the stereotypical like girl thing to do in movies is to have a pillow fight with all your gals. But like mm-hmm. as you do, as you, but like did I feel like we didn't do that? No, we've, we've never, never had done a that. pillow fight. But right after this, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta make that happen. <laughs> We're not real friends unless we uh, have a pillow fight, I guess. With my Timothy Chalamet, like, full-face pillow, just slapping you with it. And my memory foam pillow. (laughs) It has to be in, like, a slow motion, sort of, too. And a lot of giggling. That's just, I don't know. That's what girls do. But, uh, yeah. I also wrote down, I'm like, oh, there's a villain with a cat. But, no, I don't think he was the villain. Like, (laughs) Or were they trying to say record labels? Are villains are, like are the villain? Maybe you know. Maybe like are the um, pop stars just a slave to the machine? Is that what they're trying to say? Because this movie, I feel like it's very it's meta and layered, yeah, and in a very smart way. But it's covered up with a lot of fun, rompy behavior that you you know what I mean. But it it's smart and dumb at the same time, which is it's very interesting. Yeah, because they are saying that in a lot of ways. And, like, poking fun at, like, the tabloids and, like, the media. Mm-hmm. And, like, the record label, like you said. Like, it is there, but there's so many other things that happen. It's like, ah! They're also making very terrible jokes in between. <laughs> For sure. I love the terrible jokes, though. They were great. Like, um, well, I don't know if this is skipping ahead. No, go ahead. But the one where the guy's like, which I still don't know who this guy is. I guess he's with the papers or the tabloids, but he's like 
something about deja vu, and then he says it twice to make a point, and it's just, I don't know. When you watch it, it's funny. I mean, it you, you just gotta watch. It's like he just repeats the whole thing. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny if you see it. You'll be like, ha. Yeah. It's like one of those, like, uh, like a dad joke kind of feeling after what you're like, just shaking your head, but also laughing. For sure. I feel like throughout this movie, you'll laugh like, you'll laugh like how I laugh when I watch Shit's Creek, mm. which is just obnoxious, like, randomly. I'll be like, I'll be so silent, and then I'll be like, ha. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. But I am living for, in the early stages of the film, Mel B wears to perform, Say You'll Be There, like in this funky rendition. She's totally in, she's like in Bantu, like knots on her head Mm -hmm. and wearing an astronaut suit. I love that. Yeah, this is like NASA and she's all like, uh, uh, I don't know. I love her moves. Same. And then when it gets funky, she takes off the top bit of her astronaut suit and it's just like the bra top and then the astronaut pants. I love a good bra top astronaut pant combo. I just, I wish there was a place to wear that look too. Oh my God. Oh my God. And if I didn't want to get canceled and didn't want to culturally appropriate, I'd also wear Bantu knots. (laughs) I'd look like straight up like Adele in those like photos when she visited Jamaica. Oh my gosh, did she get the Bantu? Did she really? Yeah, she did. And she that's why like Adele's not allowed to man her own Instagram account. This was recent? Yeah, like in the last two years. Oh wow. But uh interesting. But yeah, I like I'm living for that Melby look. Yeah. Wow. Um <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking about Adele now. <laughs> uh but yeah. I mean, she has some really awesome looks. For sure. I made a note that, like, Meatloaf is driving the spice bus. Oh, yeah. Oh, he also makes a joke. Like, one of those dad jokes. He does. I, for- I forgot what He's it was. He's like, I'll do anything, yada, yada, but I won't do that. But I won't. Oh, okay, yeah. That's right. Which, another parallel with Josie and the Pussycat Dolls, because the first time I, like, heard about who meatloaf was was because paradise by the dashboard light was playing in a scene in josie and the pussycat dolls anyways this is just all about my weird whatever <laughs> which does not make this about me and how i know everything no it's okay like, my like inner web i've weaved about early 2000s and late 90s your ginger spice is showing <laughs> for sure oh man uh, i said i well, i have some notes in here after say you'll be there well i said first i said sporty got pipes because she like she really went off Mm -hmm. in that scene like she was just like really carrying that note she was like anyway she impressed me i love mel c's vocals like truly yeah i feel like they're a little underrated like i just don't think about her a whole lot like vocally like i don't you know I, i feel like mel b is always like going off in her verses and then like posh and you know like i just don't I don't know. I'm like, wait a second. Have I been listening to Sporty and not knowing that was her going off? I feel like every single Spice Girl song wouldn't be a Spice Girl song if, like, you didn't hear her voice. Because hmm. she has, like, a very distinct voice. Yeah. I dig yeah. it, though. She's cool. And I like her style, too. What was your favorite Sporty look? You know, it's hard to say. Maybe, though, it, you know, when they do that flashback, like, before they were famous and stuff, and she has the bandana. <laughs> But I know that's not like uh like a Luke, but 
I don't know. But uh, she also had like a, it looked like an Adidas sweat jacket and sweatpant combo. Or when she wears those shirts that are like, they almost look like those 70s style ones with the band on the, or maybe 80s, you know what I mean? It's like a short sleeve, like a crop top. Like a ringer tee? Yeah. A ringer tee. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what this, you know, the collar. uh, Yeah. I don't know. But she's always wearing like some type of baggy, like, um, what's that? It's like almost like windbreaker material, uh, which I love. Always the Adidas, or as the Brits would say, Adidas. Adidas. Pants. Yeah. I'm here for that. Same. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, oh, speaking of, like, looks, though, I I had a list of favorite looks. Okay. Tell me. So, I really loved when Posh, well, okay, they get abducted by aliens Um, in this film. Yeah. Or the aliens, they, like, or they don't get abducted. They just kind of, dr- like... Sign autographs? Yeah. For the aliens? It's like the girls had to stop and, like, their toilets weren't working, right? And then they just stop in the woods to pee and then the aliens just come up to them? (laughs) Yeah, they just come down, like, there's boop, boop. Well, in that scene, um, Posh is wearing, like, like a satiny, like, dress, like a khaki-colored dress and, like, crop jacket Mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, I love that. And I also loved, in that same scene, like, Baby Spice wears this, like, American flag, like, Ralph Lauren little mm-hmm. sweater with a mini skirt, which I really liked. And then Ginger Spice wears that Chinese dress. Oh, yeah. And I love that look. Nice. And I know why we can't bring it back. Yeah. But I just am I really Chinese admire. dresses are canceled, aren't they? I think so, but I don't. It it was a it was a vibe and it was a time. That's all I'll say about that. But that was a look. It was. I remember. Hmm. What did you think about like the um like the private Benjamin like army scene? That was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I liked how they were singing like a song to what they were doing, and you know they're like there's five of us and we all. I don't know. We wouldn't be the Spice Girls basically without. The five of us, but it was it was uh it was funny seeing like Posh not like wearing the same kind of army gear. She kind of um I don't know, she made her own costume. For sure. Gave I, me um nanny fine energy. Yes. I loved her tactic too, where she was like, I'm just gonna like walk around because they have like um like a setup, like an army, like Cadet Kelly, like I don't know. Yeah, she like refused, like they have to like like crawl through these tubes or something she just like stomps on her stilettos like down the yard like mood yeah i love that energy i also i loved when they um kind of switched outfits yes yes that scene yeah because they're talking about stereotypes and this and that and then they're like oh let's i guess change places for fun Okay, it's like a photo shoot montage scene. Yeah, which I love a good montage. I feel like this movie has so many montages. Oh, so many. Which I have no problem with, and I'm pro-montage. Yeah. It's my, like, hill to die on. I have to agree. Love a good montage. As cheesy as a montage is. It's totally cheesy. So fun. But I love in that one where they, like, dress up as, like, Jerry's, like, Marilyn Monroe, and they dress up as, like... Like the greasers. I loved the greasers. I think that was my favorite look. And um, 
when they were like, oh, well, it was like Elvis and I, I forgot who else, but like basically Sporty and Baby Spice, like anytime they were together, like goofing around, like it was so funny to me. It. Weren't they? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I think it's really fun too because I didn't realize it until like the credits because mm. in the credits they play like the Spice Girl song, like the lady is a vamp. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Anyways. Yeah. They... In that song, they list off, like, celebrities and, like, singers' names and stuff. And all the people that they list off in that song is what, in the photo shoot scene, they were dressed up as. Oh, my God. That's cool. I yeah. didn't know. Oh. That. They did. They dressed up as so many different people, too. That's so fun. Yeah. Did you have a favorite look from that moment? <laughs> no. But, because it's the same scene. I loved, like... Um, when Mel B was dressed as Jerry and she's like, blah, 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 girl power. And like, does the peace sign. Yes. That was so like, fun that. that they, I don't know, traded places. Like, honestly, at first I was like, I can't tell them apart. Like, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just good costuming, but I was like, oh, they, they're making me believe that they're, you know, a different Spice Girl. For sure. They kind of all have the same face. Yeah. In a weird way. In a weird way. Like, but I love, um. I love, like, every scene where they kind of, like, make fun of each other or, like, you know, like, joke on each other. I love that, too. Love it. it, like, makes it seem like they're actually – I think they're actually friends. I think so. It comes through. <sighs> Which, like, really warms my heart. I don't know. Yeah. I know. There's just, like, so many, like, little scenes. Like, I don't want to, like, dissect this plot because it's there's, like, very no difficult. point. But no. <sighs> But, like, a lot of times to showcase their songs, like, I love, like, they have, like, the fight with their manager and they, like, go to, like, this diner and they sing Wannabe. Yeah. It's really cute. It is really cute. But, see, these notes are ridiculous. These notes are so hard to follow (laughs) because the plot, so basically, the scenes change pretty rapidly and one moment we're with the Spice Girls and they're, like, you know, we've got our montage of them, you know, just goofing and you know, preparing for their performance or whatever. And then you get, like, cut to, like, these two random, like, director guys who are like, oh, we could cast the Spice Girls for this movie. They pitch, like, three or four different movies, maybe even more, throughout the movie to their manager, I guess. Like, oh, we could put them in this movie. Or, you know, it's just so random. And then it cuts back to something else. And then you get a cut to, like, um, I don't know, just the the tabloid people and there's always something else going on around them like yeah everyone's obsessed a, yeah and they have like a friend that's pregnant they at one point oh, yeah. they take like young girls out on a boat yeah there's i don't exactly know why i don't know where those girls came from i don't know if i just wasn't paying attention in that moment i was just like oh there's some girls there oh they're on a boat <laughs> oh they're falling off the boat Bree, my notes are so ridiculous you you want to hear one note I have, which just doesn't make any sense? Sure. All I wrote was, slam your body down and wind it all around. <laughs> zig a zig ah. That was your note. <laughs> wow, I maybe mean, that was just life advice that you took away. You're like, hmm, yeah. Slam your body down, wind it all around. <laughs> As it was said by the Spice Girls. Amen. Like, put it on one of those, what are those things that the grandmas... Oh, like stitches, like a like a a hoop stitched, like little display thing. I forgot what they're called. Little 
and little hoops that, yeah. I just want one that says, slam your body down and find it all around. I bet you can find one on Etsy for sure. Or maybe you can make one. (laughs) I want to get into hoops. Yeah, I'm into this. I I wrote down yo mama jokes, um, because I just remember there being like quite a few yo mama jokes between. It was like the manager and somebody. I don't know who it was now, but it was like, it was so silly, and hilarious, because that was a thing at the time. Yo mama jokes were big. Do you remember yo mama jokes? That's yeah. crazy. It seemed like a different. You literally, <laughs> you literally just made a yo mama joke downstairs to oh, me I before did. the podcast. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> so yes, I do remember. See, well, maybe it's so Im- embedded in my head. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I never left after all. Phew. <laughs> it's good to know I'm still like unintentionally, like unaware, making yo mama jokes. Love that. Um, no, I love, there's, like, yeah, they do, like, weird flashbacks or, like, yeah. flash-forward scenes. And this one, they're being charged with essentially not having a slap in enough single. Oh, yeah, that was so funny. And I loved it because, like, I think Jerry goes, like, I don't want to spend 20 years appearing on tai- Taiwan chat shows. Mm-hmm. Like, talking about how I used to be famous. And then, um... Someone says, have mercy on your lip gloss. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's so epic. I feel like that should be like a, I don't know, like on a t-shirt or just like, we need to bring that into, you know how people say, ooh, God, God bless your soul, you know, but what about, ooh, have, have mercy, mercy on, on your lip, lip gloss. <laughs> I don't know. Can we make that happen? For sure. Oh, yeah, they go clubbing with their pregnant friend. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is just, like, random things, but this is, like, this things is, that happen. This is things that happen that are, we're trying to go in order as much as possible, but uh, I just don't know anymore, to be honest. What, Dude, that's literally what happens, though. So they get into a fight with their manager. Yeah. And then they have a flash oh. to being charged with being lame. Yeah, and I just want to say, like, when they have the fight with the manager, or, like, one of the fights, the manager's, like, well, because they're complaining about, oh, we want to go see our friend that's going to have a baby. He's, like, babies are allowed to be overdue, but you aren't, or something. I don't know. It was just just kind of a dumb line. I don't know. I was just, like, wow, that's really intense. Over the top. And then, like, when they get into a fight, the manager just, like, goes, Ah! He like screams and all the lights shine on the stage. It's so dramatic. So dramatic. I love that though. It's fun. He has like really great suits though. He does. I wrote somewhere that he looks like a baddie in the suits. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But yeah, they do go clubbing with the friend and then the friend's water breaks. Yeah. Which seems like a fever dream. I thought that I made that part up. That's one of the things that I totally thought I made up that they had a pregnant friend. I totally forgot about this friend, and but I do, like, remember the club a little bit. Like, I just vaguely, but I don't remember her being in the story from the beginning like that. But I guess she was. I guess so. I mean, it's very forgettable. No offense. But, um, yeah. I do love the scene in the space bus when they're taking her to the hospital, and, like, Jerry's, like, yelling at her crotch to basically, like, stay in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Vibes. Also, what about Posh driving the Spice Bus? Yes. Like, I don't know. I loved her energy. Just, like, honking at people and going, like, shroom. 
just speed just totally like keanu and speed it felt very speed and if like i thought it was really funny like there's they keep flashing back to like those two director guys or whatever and they're talking about this plot of an imaginary movie i guess but it happens to be exactly what's happening in the moment in the film and they're like talking about oh and then she keeps on driving and then the spice girls are all on top of the bus and they're holding on for dear life and then I don't know. I'm butchering this. But then Posh, no. like, floors it and basically jumps. Like, the bridge is starting to open. And she jumps, like, with the this big tour bus, jumps the bridge. And then the guy's like, whoa, that's going to cost a lot of money. <laughs> and so, like, in the movie, they, I guess they must have not. I, I don't know if it was just, like, they didn't have the money or they just were being so satirical or whatever that they just did, like, some type of claymation of a bus. <laughs> that like, was really funny. Right? It was clearly, like, so low production quality. I get it's a joke, but I just, I appreciated that joke. I did too. But yeah, yada yada stuff happens. Stuff happens. Um, But then they get to Albert Hall and everything's fine. And they sing Spice Up Your Life. Yep. And then it ends. <laughs> and then it ends. It was a very, I thought it was a very abrupt ending. But it was a, it was a good ending. Like it ended on a high note. For sure. Spice Up Your Life's a bop. It really is. I love that song. And I also, honestly, all I wrote about it was I need to buy body glitter. That was my main (laughs) takeaway. (laughs) I love that. So I'm just taking notes for my personal life, Brie. I just hope you know we watch Spice World and I'm like, note to self, platforms, body glitter. (laughs) Slam your body down and wind it all around. Spice up your life. Spice up your life. But, But I'm curious to hear... Your review, because, like, a Brie Piccone review. Okay. Because my man, Roger Ebert, at the time of its release, Uh he gave it one half of a star. Oof. And he said, and this is the beginning of the year, mind you, and he says, Spice World is one of his, like, most, like, hated films of the years. Like, he does the worst films, and he was like, I can tell Spice World is going to be, like, one of them. Dang. Um, and he wrote, The Spice Girls are easier to tell apart than the Mutant Ninja Turtles, but that is small consolation. What can you say about five women whose principal distinguishing characteristic is that they have different names? They occupy Spice World as if they are watching it. They're so detached they can't even successfully lip-sync their own songs. Um, and when he hmm. reviewed it on Siskel and Ebert, um, Gene Siskel actually said, like, only three weeks into 1998, he declared that he'd already seen the worst film of the year. And um, he called it an entertainment-free dead zone. And Ebert included the film as the worst of 1998 in his special. Wow. Um, But it wasn't his worst Armageddon. He actually chose those as worst film. So. Dang. I mean, I don't think it's that bad. Like, I would give it at least a three. Maybe more. Three. Like, like on Letterboxd, what's your what's th- your review? <laughs> I don't know. Like out of five, maybe? Like a three and a half, maybe? Or like oh. four. I don't know. More four? I, I, I think I just like, if I had more nostalgia with it, I think I would be more attached. You know what I mean? Like if I'm just being super critical. I'm like, the plot was really hard to follow. But if you it love was. the Spice Girls, you will love it. Like it's... It's a fun romp. It's not supposed to be serious. I like that it's meta. Um, yeah. I don't know. Because it, it's a lot is 
there's a lot of strange currents. That's such a high mark, too, though. Yeah. But I love it. But I feel like, well, I like that it's it's very aware. Like, like the alien, it's just funny, you know? Because the aliens are like, ooh, let me get your autograph. Or like, they're like, can we get tickets? Like, there's so many just like, it breaks the, um, the barriers. Like, I don't know how to exactly, I don't, it, I know what the, like when the credits roll, it breaks like the fourth wall, but I don't know what the word is for when it just breaks like all logic. Like it seems like a grounded movie at first, but you know it's not when like certain things happen. Like when they do this one joke where it's between the two tabloid people or whatever, and there's like a there's like a rain cloud all of a sudden over the one yeah. guy's head, and I was like, wait, that kind of breaks down reality a little bit. Aliens visiting, like you can tell it's it's just like not supposed to be really serious like i feel like ebert's review is a little too analytical or something like i don't think it's uh i feel like it misses the point a little bit but i don't know i feel like it's not a good film but no but it's a fun one and it's i don't know i feel like and there was like a reappraisal of this film Mm -hmm. which i think was kind of deserved because i'd only like on letterboxd i give it a two and a half if i'm being actually like Oh, really? Critical. You give it a lower score oh, yeah. than me? <laughs> it's not a good movie, but I love movies like this. Brie, I watch... Well, you and I both, we watch The Master of Disguise, which is <laughs> arguably one of the worst movies ever made, and we love it. I love it so much. Dude. I feel like... Do we do we add this to the list? We need to add like, this to the list. Yes. But we, like, lap that movie up, and, like, I'm all for... I mean, like, I love Crossroads. I love, like bad quote-unquote bad movies even the crossroads is actually kind of good i think it's a good movie for sure but spice world like i think it's ahead of its time in a lot of (coughs) sorry (coughs) i'm not getting choked up i'm sorry there's just some test (laughs) anyways i just feel like it was ahead of its time in the way that it kind of it does, like, it is a satire, and it, it's very tongue-in-cheek to, like, the idea of media yeah. and celebrity and, like, the record labels. And I think, like, in 1998, we weren't necessarily, like, spoofing things like that. Right. I don't even think that's, like, that's why I think, like, Josie and the Pussycats is so, like, underrated, too. Because I don't think even by 2001, we were, like, very, like, self-aware in that way. And the spice, like Spice World, is so self-aware, and I think in this day and age, we can kind of look at that mm-hmm. mixed with like the British humor on top of it, and like get what they're going for a lot more than maybe like our like 1998, a little more like like not as much had had happened yet, or we weren't that much aware that you know consumerism or like everything yeah. was like the media was like in. Like, Hollywood was infecting our brain. I don't think we were that, like, self-aware yet. And I think now we're in a place, too. I agree with you. Yeah. We just weren't. But, so, yeah. It was ahead of its time. I think so. Yeah. But. I could see that. It's also just a fun time. I just love Dice World for just the fashion and the music and stuff. Excuse me. Bless you, Brie. Sorry. <laughs> Have My mercy on your lip gloss, Brie. <laughs> Thank you. But um, but yeah, no, I I had a fun time. I had a really fun time. So yeah, I'd watch it again. Like I feel like 
you know, I'd have no problem watching it again. Well, in two years, my uh, Spice World senses will tingle again. I'm sure we'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Right back. The only thing I'm, like, a little upset about, I feel like the way this movie, it just has a vibe to me that it should be, like, there should be a sequel. Yeah? But there's not one. Like, why? What's the sequel? What's your sequel idea? Be like those producers in oh my Spice God, World pitch. and pitch me the Space World 2. I don't know. They're, I guess they got to up the ante. Like, there's there's a bigger, like, a world tour that they're going on or something. Because this was just for one performance, right? At, like, Albert Hall. Like, they, it's, I don't know. This one, it's going to be a bigger deal. More aliens. Um... <laughs> More, um, maybe, like, maybe there's going to be a car chase where Posh is going to have to drive again, but she's going to, you know, try to out-drive. Like, it'll be a bit, like, speed, or, you know, need for speed, just, like, I don't know. Ooh. Some some uh, special effects and some, maybe some stunts, a little bit of stunts. Um, like Mission Impossible style? Yeah, like Mission Impossible style. Um, but there has to be some type of, I don't know, something has to be going, maybe someone's going to like try to steal their songs or their music. I don't know. There's got to be some, something juicy in the plot. There's got to be some, some force of evil or something. I love it. Yeah. I don't know. I've got to think of it a little bit more, but that's, that's all I got so far. (laughs) I love it. But but, yeah, It, it was really fun to watch. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any other um, final thoughts or? You know, no, like I said, I had a fun time. Like, I love the Spice Girls. I love Spice World. So, so it's just a fun time all around. It's mainly for the fits and for the tunes. Yeah. I don't think it's, like, revolutionary or anything, but I'm, like, I don't know. I love Spice World. It kind of feels like you're hanging out with the gals. Yeah. Like, a behind-the-scenes and, like, Look. I love, like, Victoria Beckham's not, like, she doesn't do, like, the Spice Girls, like, whenever they get together and have reunions anymore. But I still love, like, like, if you've seen her, like, in interviews or, like, on her, like, YouTube channel, mm. like, when she's promoting, like, Posh Beauty, she yeah. still has this, like, like, the the humor that's in Spice World, mm-hmm. she still has that, like, the very tongue-in-cheek, like, love humor. That. So, like, I love that. Why isn't she going to the reunions? Mm. She's busy being like a fashion designer, I suppose, and wow, you know, just living that life. But you go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> you go, Victoria Beckham. But yeah. yeah, no, I think yeah, I think that's all. You know, yeah, blah blah blah. Girl power, girl power. You know, slam your body down, wind it all around, zig zig ah. Spice up your life. Yeah. Never give up on the good times. Just remember, um... (laughs) Never mind. I don't know enough Spice Girls songs to make a reference, honestly. (laughs) I had the urge to be like, don't go chasing waterfalls. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes and follow us at the late to the party pod on Instagram and email us um, at the late to the party pod at gmail.com for any uh, movie club suggestions. For sure. Bye, guys.
拜。